This is Hélène Klebeck and you're listening to an episode of Life Disrupted. I travel around the world and interview people on the way, deconstructing cultural, societal and self-imposed limitations one story at a time. Hi guys, today I'm interviewing Frédéric Cousteau. He's uh, the owner of the luxurious guest house I stayed at over the last few nights based in Lisbon, Portugal. That's called Palacio Belmonte. And he's also the owner of multiple other guest houses and residences uh, all over the world. On top of that, he's an activist that has created the project Dust, Develop a Sustainable Tomorrow. And today in the interview, we're talking about his vision of happiness, his vision on money, has he's been on both sides of the coin. We talk about dreaming our life rather than living our life, why we have to be lazy to succeed. And finally, his quote, uh, all that he's not given is lost. We're going to explain what that means in a, in a minute. So you are very interested in architecture. You care about the quality, but you also care about um, your impact on the planet and your impact on the landscape where do you think that comes from that's a good question the day I was alive just the first day everything was so beautiful I wanted to keep that way to keep mm. it that way mm. that was it preserving not preserving we have to live with our time so we have to do things we shouldn't do can you give me examples from your personal example for experience? instance this roof they use modern tiles and in this city they should use old tiles look at the difference mm. of colors the colors fit with the landscape yeah instead of these uh, shitty tiles yeah You can mix modern and ancient, but it has to fit, it has to be in harmony. Mm, but for this you need the artist eye, no? Not everybody has that. But uh, you should learn it at school. You should learn it at home. Why is it important though? Because we come from the past and we're going to the future. And do we want to have a nice future or a shitty future? Mm. That's all. It's simple. And why do you think most people don't think about the future? They they don't think about the consequences of what they do, the possible negative consequences. It's a question of education. Mm. And it's not only on architecture; it's on everything. Yeah, every of aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And one of those aspects would be uh, ecology. Ecology is... Uh, there shouldn't be, for instance, any uh, ministry of ecology. Yeah. It should be everywhere. Mm -hmm. In all parts of life. Yeah. And in the projects that you run, how are you trying to live upon this Um, well, we always calculate the footprint mm. as of today in any project and we try to 
either keep it if it is good or improve it if it is bad yeah and it's very easy how so? how so? just doing the maths because the thing is that money runs the world yes. and sometimes it comes before Yes, this might be one of the problems, yes, <laughs> that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's difficult to speak about that because most people have nothing, so they want things and they want to balance their uh, life, yeah. which is difficult by having things, by possessing yes. things. And some people don't need anything. I think happiness has nothing to do with money. Most people are happy in the poorest countries mm -hmm. and they have nothing. Yeah. But we are living in the countries and in countries in Europe that are looking for benefits. Mm -hmm. But I think the younger generation understand that. They're ready to share instead of having. As you were mentioning, I mean, I read... No, you were mentioning that um, you had some parts of your um, buildings that you used to rent out for $5 a month. Yes, I kept 25 tenants at five or eight dollars a month because I had low income and I thought that restoring this place, I owed them a kind of help. But it was very, uh, <coughs> it was a very interesting way of acting because I wanted to keep the baker next to the house. Mm -hmm. And these were the people buying the bread, so yeah. if they were living, there wouldn't be any more bakery around the corner. Yeah. So it was a selfish decision. <laughs> <laughs> and how does it feel to have people who rent out um, parts of your you know uh, residency for five dollars a month and others that are you know millionaires celebrities who really take advantage of the luxury luxurious uh, palace that you own next door well i think people should mix you know there is no there shouldn't be any segregation between mm. the people yeah it's a question of having uh, empathy with others not the level of income or wealth yeah have you have you been on both sides of the coin yourself oh yes many times I went broke five times when I divorced <laughs> and I married the fifth time and I haven't divorced yet <laughs> so I'm still affluent a little mm, bit yeah How did that impact you? 
Well, the impact is... Uh, it's an impact on the second. One second before, you can do whatever you want, and a second after, you have nothing to leave on. Yeah. So it, it shows you that uh, you don't need a lot to leave on. Because either way, you're alive. Yes. And inherently happy. It's a question of uh, character, happiness in your mind and body. Mm. But the first time it happened, was it really difficult to go through? Oh, yes. Yes, it was very difficult. Mm. It brings you to reality. And reality is moving. It's not always the same path. Mm. For instance, the politicians, they think we have to grow. The economy has to grow to, yeah. to, to bring people to happiness. I don't think it's that. The discussion should be elsewhere. How can we do more with less? That's right. Have more time to raise your kids instead of throwing them to school and uh, waiting for them at night mm. and putting them in bed and yeah. watching TV. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't, I'm not sure it's the best way. Yeah. But this is my vision, you know, it's mm. not... Uh, I don't want everybody to have it. Yeah. But you've also traveled a lot in your life, right? And met a lot of people. Yes, a place like that is very interesting because you meet all kinds of people. And it's, uh, it's a privilege. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you also travel by staying here, actually, by? in a way, staying here. Yes, mm. we don't need to travel. No. And the happiest people don't travel. Mm. They stay in the same place. They have their own friends and parents and they live together. Go to Africa, go to India, go yeah. to China, it's bad. Yeah, I'm the complete opposite of that. I always have to be on the run. You're mm. always on the run? Yeah. Like moving around, exploring, Because traveling. you still have to know yourself. So go on with that and one day you'll settle down. <laughs> so you think you settle down once you know yourself? Is I that what happens to you? No, I think it's easier. Because you know what you like. Mm. But in my case, it's, it's also different because I'm very well in China, I'm very well in Thailand, I'm very well in India, mm. I'm very well in some parts of Africa, in France, here in Portugal. Yeah. But the best place today is Portugal. For you? For me and for many people. It's about uh, people accepting others, the difference, mm. which is not the case in many countries in Europe. If you're different, you don't belong. 
but here you can be different and still yeah. be welcome. What would you say you've learned from your traveling? Well, I learned that I was adaptable, that I was uh, accepting to learn something different. Mm. And that was interesting. And in what to do now, um, you know, with all of them, I don't know if you own hotels or if it's villas. What? All the buildings that you own. Yeah. Um, is it hotels, villas, palaces? No, no, no. It's uh, the purpose is never been to do hotels. It's just a failure of the project. For instance, this house, I bought it the second day. Mm. I saw it without visiting it. Mm. And then I counted 350 windows six months later. So I said, I can't leave there. Yeah, it's too big. Alone, mm. opening the windows and shutting the windows. Yeah. I would spend my day doing that. Yeah. So the objective changed. Mm. It wasn't anymore my house. It was the house of many. Yeah. But I did it as if it was my house. Right. So this is the difference. Mm. That means we design many things ourselves. And why do you think you ended up doing this? I mean, more in general. Because you could be working in a bank, for example. Working in a bank? Me? <laughs> I picked that example on purpose. But you used working to... Working in a bank? You used to have a 9 to 5 job and... Yes, I used to mm. have a, a very good job. Yes. Mm. For five years, I worked for an American company. Mm. And then I worked five years more for myself. And then I stopped because it was ridiculous to work. In my case. How old were you then? I stopped working, I was 40. And I started working, I was 30. And what did you start doing after? After? Investing. Dreaming. Dreaming? Yeah. You dream your whole life. Come on. <laughs> This is the way to proceed. Why should you live your life? You dream it. And that's it. Why do you think you succeeded at manifesting your life, like manifesting your dreams, when so many people just are stuck? Because you have to be very lazy to succeed. <laughs> I like that quote. I've never heard it before. Yes, it's Henry Laborit who wrote a book on that. It's one book I like very much. I'm gonna read it. Yes, and you have to read Ferdi Durk. Okay. Ferdi Durk is also a guy saying, you say something and it exists. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's enough. Yeah. Did you have an awakening moment when you start, I'm done with this life and now I'm gonna, I want to dream instead? No, I think, you know, it's always repeating the same action, the same way of thinking is boring. It's about that. 
So if you don't want to be bored, you have to do different things. Mm. And it can be hard work. You see, this garden didn't exist. There was no tree. And the level was at uh, the entrance of the kitchen. So we built all that. The different levels. We brought earth. We brought uh, trees. We've crane from the, from the square be below. It doesn't sound like the definition of laziness to me. Yes, it is laziness. Why so? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you asking this kind of silly question? <laughs> Because you seem um, fulfilled. And I think it's interesting to know, to hear about your past. Like what led you to where you are now. And not, not in terms of success, like in terms of, you know, money and all of those things, but more in terms of inner peace. Well, if you're, if you're uh, really in love with vernacular architecture and sustainable principles, mm. when you start a job, it's a pleasure. It's not working. So it's not, you know, it's being lazy. That means you just carry on about yeah. things you like to it. do. I get it, I get it. So it's a pleasure. Yeah. And I think everyone, if everyone could have a job they like, it's, it's, it's not working. It's That's true. My dad used to say, if you do the things you like, you should pay for it. <laughs> And I told him, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's usually how it works, right? Like, we pay to go to, I don't know, the cinema, we pay to get an ice cream, we pay to get, I don't know, clothes, to travel, all of those things that bring us happiness. Yeah, it's what you did here. Yeah. You did what you liked, and you had the reward of having what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's a kind of butter life. Yeah. What's your perception on money? On money? How do you, how does it change people? Do you think? Or like how does it? No. What, what, what I'm surprised by is the fact that people making money wants always more money. Mm, yeah. <laughs> And that I don't understand. I just use money for projects. For instance, we restored a, a village in China and uh, we did for for pleasure. We trained students, we trained professors. That was great. And we were living with Chinese farmers, with using one mu, 667 square meters to live on. Right. That were offered to them by Mao, who expropriated the big landowners. And these people live a perfect life. And they make 300 euros, equivalent euros, mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. Can you imagine that? And there is not one kid crying. Hmm. Not one. It really gives a new perspective yes. on life. Yes. So, like you said, most people who have a lot of money, they always want more. Um, But it's a game, you know, they want more maybe because it's a game. 
because they have listed they have listed company at the stock exchange and if they don't improve the result the quotation of the of the company is going down mm. so everything is lost yeah they haven't perceived one other uh, way of behaving which is all that is not given is lost all that is not given is lost that makes you think eh? a lot I see it mm, yeah and it can be little things you know it's not uh, about big issues it's giving the time to the kids it's giving the time to the people meeting you it's giving time it's being open to listen and when you do that you understand that most people have something to say yeah it sounds like happiness so to speak um, for you it comes from giving rather than having right it's not about processing it's not about owning no it's it's a shit on it's it's a burden you have to work to keep it yeah it's a question of entropy entropy is everywhere in the balance sheet of the companies in uh, every house you have to restore the roofs you have to take care of the people you have to pay the salaries And you see the stone is going up. Yeah. And the tree is going to fall, so you have to cut it. Yeah. Come on. It's a mess. So yeah. when you're lazy, you have to take care of not being involved in such an endeavor. Mm. That's true. And you are doing exactly the contrary. You should control her a But little bit more. But most people do, though. Because they had no time to think. We don't take the time. We don't take... You don't have time to think, no. You're too busy <laughs> rolling away. So what's your recipe of success for us? Recipe of success? I don't know. You have to find it yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's a different definition for everyone. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. I, I believe that the real happiness is to accept the other as he is. You know, the four divorces I had, it's, mm. they came from one simple thing. My wife wanted to change me. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's not about not changing the other, it's about not changing you, accepting you for who you are. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and it's true. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I have everything. <laughs> Thank you so much. 
I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know in the comments and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. I'll see you next week for more stories of people who decided to challenge the status quo. Bye!